0: Welcome to the Triskelion, the Purica podcast, where it's all about nature, science, you. Purica is about natural supplements, but it's also about nutrition. It's also about positive lifestyles. And who better bring all those together than Melissa Blair, who's not only one of Canada's top fitness coaches, she's also a registered holistic nutritionist, and she's connected to Purica in a big way. So she's always thinking about the connection between natural supplements, nutrition, And positive lifestyle solutions to the point where a new video series is going to give you tips that will make your day. Fitlicious, so to speak. Melissa Blair joins us here for this edition of the Triskelion, the Purica podcast. And I got to tell you, I mean, obviously you live and breathe fitness, but there's probably nothing more rewarding than you being able to sort of take the passion that you have, Melissa for fitness and, and, and performance and, and, and bring it to your customers, bring it to people you care about.
1: It's so true. It is so true. Um, this online world really does expand the platform to make fitness and wellness accessible to anyone wherever
0: they are. And on that side, uh, uh, an upcoming series, uh, it's going to be featuring you uh, short videos that are designed to sort of make some of the most efficient and effective exercises that much more accessible for people. That'll be your focus, right?
1: It will. We're actually really excited about this lineup. Um, We were chatting and, and, there are so many online, you know, fitness workouts that are either hit workouts that are really intense, or they are, um, you know, relaxation, stretch, and there's so many facets of fitness and wellness that we thought, you know what, in a in a, um, a series of videos that give you all components. So we'll be covering, and again. Time is of essence in everyone's schedule. So we really wanted to make it palatable to people's schedule because at the end of the day, the fitness routine that is the most effective is the one that you are going to do consistently. So we want to have them to the point. You can expand them by repeating them. So they're kind of in a format of fitness blocks that rather than trying to carve out an entire hour in your day, you can break it up into two, three, or four segments where anyone can realistically find 15 minutes at one point, but then repeat it throughout the day to make it to make it add up to that full fitness hour.
0: We've got Melissa Blair here on the Triskillian, the Purica podcast, talking about the upcoming Purica Fitness Video Series, a partnership between Purica and Melissa Blair and Fitlicious, and it will really help you sort of uh, basically bring... Fitness solutions into your life, and and you know you you have someone feel more comfortable that they can be doing the right things the right way. That's got to affect their their comfort. It's got to affect their, their their state of mind. And I know that that's a really important thing that you work with all your clients on is is mindset when it comes to fitness and performance.
1: Absolutely, mindset is such a key component to all that we do and it truly is your whatever your mind thinks your body will follow so the key thing you know and this video series will help direct your thoughts with a structure that is effective and efficient to help build the habits that will create a healthy lifestyle ongoing
0: we're talking to Melissa Blair, RHN fitness coach from Fitlicious in partnership with Purica. Um, now, one of the things that we want to do is give a flavor for just some of the things that are on people's minds. Uh, hopefully, a lot of listeners of the Triskelly and the Purica podcast feel the same way. But you've helped us with sort of uh, the, the top five fitness nutrition questions you get asked, either wearing your hat as a registered holistic nutritionist or as a fitness coach. And, of course... One of the biggies is always, how can I lose weight fast? How, how do you answer that one for your clients?
1: Uh, that's, that is a tricky answer because you don't gain it fast. And so if the goal is how quickly can I lose it, I try to pivot that thought to be how quickly can you gain health? And when you put that focus on the positive of gaining healthy habits, of gaining a fitness and workout routine, rather than losing, because no one likes to lose. So when you can shift that language, then it becomes a positive, and you look forward to your workouts, you look forward to creating healthy meals. So I try to immediately pivot that thought from what are you losing to what are you gaining?
0: And when it comes to the gaining thing, I mean, that's 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 got to be really important because you are going to gain sometimes the fitter you are, you are going to gain some weight because you're converting fat into muscle. And that's something that if people are so focused just on the the pounds or the kilograms that they're they're gaining or, or, or losing, they're probably missing the point, aren't they?
1: Exactly, exactly the point. I mean, oftentimes, when someone has a goal weight, it is attached to a past memory of when they felt their best. So if you have a if you're the type of person that has a goal weight in mind, try to maybe journal out, why did you pick that number? What does that number mean? And does it associate with a time in your life when you were feeling your best? And then go, okay, well, when I was feeling my best, what was I doing? How was I eating? And then what you're doing is you're identifying the feelings and the why behind that goal. And it's so much more meaningful when you articulate a meaningful why than just a number. Because at the end of the day, no one's going to look at you and guess your weight. (laughs) It really comes down to how's your energy? How is your, you know, general mood? Do you feel good in your body? Because you want your body to feel good when you move. And I think that is a, a better goal to look at.
0: Now, most people need some kind of goals to, to to be engaged, but there probably is something to be said about not being overly programmed, not being sort of so preoccupied with your your goal weight that you stress yourself up so much that all the positives that you've got working into your system, um, you're letting go of them just because of the sheer stress.
1: Absolutely. I think the key thing is rather than getting stressed out about like if you're the type of person that gets on the scale every day, first of all, your weight is going to fluctuate every day regardless. And so the key thing is that I always encourage people if you are especially with athletes, like sometimes weight does come into play as a goal. So if you are measuring your weight one time per week at the same time, same time of day, same circumstance, then that's going to give you a more honest, realistic measure of how effective your habits were during that week leading up to. So if you measure that consistently, and even if that number is not what you think it should be, stay true to your strategy plan, stay true, to your menu plan, your workout plan, and your body. Because like you said earlier, muscle weighs a little bit more than fat tissue. So your composition change is so much more important than than a weight scale in that you can be the exact same weight But look and feel and your clothes will fit entirely different because you're sculpted, you've got more dense muscle, you, you know, are a little bit tighter. So I would say, you know, limit the amount of times you get on the scale to once a week and stay with it. Stay true to your program. Your body needs, you know, two, three, four weeks sometimes just to break through that composition shift to truly transform.
0: Uh, Melissa, you know, you've already said how important mindset is. Uh, l- let me just take one more kick at the can at the question in terms of losing weight and the speed of losing weight. Uh, mindset has got to be important when you are dieting, when you are exercising. W- what are some of the things that you suggest to your clients to have them sort of be able to just chill out a little bit and have a little bit more ease and, again, not get stressed out by the, 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 the results orientation of weight loss?
1: I would say the key component is take accountability for your actions, not for your wishes, not for your I want, not for the what ifs, because those are all based in looking for an excuse why you haven't achieved it. So if you take full accountability for your actions, and you can do that through You know, working with a coach is very effective because they are giving you a proven strategy. Um, And then they also give you that accountability partner. Because sometimes we get in our head and we start to doubt, you know, it's not happening quick enough or, you know, I don't look on the outside like what I feel like on the inside. And sometimes you just need that professional discerning um, coach from the outside to help you stay the course. You can also do that by getting a workout partner who also has similar goals to you. You can use a journal so that you're actually writing out, okay, this is my plan. And rather than journaling after the fact, pre-plan before the fact so that you have a roadmap, you know, use it like, you know, you wouldn't punch in your navigation system after you're already lost. You put it in before you start so that you know, which way to turn, you know, what direction to go and then just stay the course.
0: Next up, we asked Melissa Blair, the question to carb, or not to carb?
1: (laughs) Carbs are, first of all, it's so interesting the way people ask this question. It's like, carbs are bad, right? And I'm like, no, carbs are not bad. Because I think what people think when you think carbs, you're thinking muffins, cookies, bread, pizza, Carbohydrates are what give you energy. If you don't eat carbohydrates, you are not going to have a lot of friends. You, you won't even like yourself because your general energy needs carbohydrates. So carbohydrates are vital. They are essential. The key is getting a balance of impact versus non-impact carbohydrates. And when I say impact, I mean how they affect your blood sugars, the impact they have on your blood sugars. So if a carbohydrate is higher in fiber and lower in sugar, that is a better burning carbohydrate to pair up with a protein for a meal.
0: Coming up in the second half of the Triscillian, the Purica podcast featuring Melissa Blair, RHN, fitness coach, Par excellence and with Fitlicious, we'll be asking her the question, what about keto and also how often should you work out? That's all just around the corner. You're in the natural health zone with the Triskillian, the Purica podcast. We're with Melissa Blair, registered holistic nutritionist, fitness coach, uh, and as part of a partnership between Purica and Fitlicious, she's going to be offering you videos to help you bring in some of the most efficient and effective exercises and lifestyle solutions that you can bring to bear. It's the Purica Fitness Series in partnership with Fitlicious, and it gives rise to some of the questions that we're posing, Melissa, because they're questions that a lot of you ask, including the kinds of diets that are out there. Now, Melissa, you were just talking about, you know, to carb or not to carb, and it's interesting because all you, you've been in the business long enough that you see the various phases, you see the various cycles. Uh, there's carbo-loading for high-performance athletes. Then there's, no, you got to go low-carb and high-protein, and now there's all the rage around keto. What do you think about keto diets?
1: Well, what do I think about keto diet? I think that nothing works for everyone like nutrition is such an individual journey and when you take a diet trend and that's what the ketogenic diet trend is and you and it goes in such a large trend what happens to it is it is the truth gets diluted the method gets diluted and broken basically so i think the key thing is having an actual understanding what ketosis is and many of the you know labeled keto foods or keto recipes are not even close to putting your body in ketosis ketosis you know being in a state of ketosis can be used for therapeutic reasons and in any study uh On a medical way or in an actual professional fitness manner, it is not something meant to go long term. Your body will actually do damage to itself if you are in true ketosis for too long. So I think that the key thing to anyone starting any diet for that matter, right now it's keto because that's the trendy word, is do your research. You know, if it sounds too good to be true, it is. If it's telling you that you can eat bacon and butter and dairy, you know, X amount of times per day, use some common sense. And if you're lacking that, go to an expert in the field who can guide you in a safe way. Because a lot of times any kind of crash or extreme diet It will die. You take the T off that word and it will die. So you really want to look at something that is going to, when it comes to nutritional um, plans or habits, you want to look at something that is going to be long-term. If you can't do it forever, don't start it. That's what I always say. If this looks like something that you're only going to do for a sprint, your life is longer than a sprint. So look at the big picture.
0: Melissa, you often get asked how often, do I have to work out? What's what's your guideline advice to your clients, to your friends, to your family in terms of how often we should be working out?
1: So if they're my clients, they don't even ask that question because the answer is as many times as I tell them to. (laughs) But in general, (laughs) if if someone comes with the question of, how often do I have to work out? Again, it is a mindset shift. Of looking at it with gratitude and ability and going I don't have to work out at all but I get to and when you shift that it's not a punishment it's a reward so when you're starting a new if you're going from not working out at all don't think that you have to work out every day but think you know what I get to work out today and start there because that's better than not working out at all and then that can build up to once you get uh, a feeling of accomplishment and success with that initial goal, because you've stuck to what you've kept the promise with yourself, add another day. And then you can add another day. And there's no reason why as human beings who are healthy that or have a pulse and are breathing, that we can't move our body every day. Our bodies are built to move. Does that mean a grueling workout? Absolutely not. But movement helps with so many functions of the body, reducing stress, helping digestion, reducing inflammation, all of those things that are so important to being full of vitality that if you can shift that initial question of how often do I have to to how often am I able to, then the number will grow to be a daily thing.
0: Well, and it's interesting you frame it that way, because when I was in my late teens and my early adult years, uh, you know, I, I was more of a quota guy. I would say, OK, I'm going to work out three times a week. The problem is I would get to Friday and I hadn't worked out once. And so then I was Friday, <laughs> Saturday, Sunday. I find that in the times of my life where I've actually tried to do a little bit of something every day, uh, that's been most sustainable. What's What's your feedback and advice on that kind of an approach?
1: I think the key thing is just do what you can when you can. And so, you know, there's statistics that show that the probability of sticking with a new fitness habit, if you do it earlier or first thing in your day, you are, it's almost like an 86% likelihood that you will stick with it. Because what happens is that if you wake up with the intention of working out and you get it done, then the day cannot fatigue your decision to then come to the end of your day and you're exhausted and decide to do it tomorrow. So once you actually lace up your shoes and get moving, that's the hardest part. Once you're there, once you're in your first there's days when, you know, I'll be like, Oh, I don't feel like this workout. And all it takes, honestly, is the first two sets and I'm my then the adrenaline starts going, then the blood starts going, then you're breathing. And then before I know it, the whole workout's over and I feel amazing. So the key thing is just start. And I would recommend starting it at a time that works for you that you can consistently do. But statistically speaking, at the beginning of your day is more likely that you will stick with it than at the end.
0: We're talking to registered holistic nutritionist and fitness coach Melissa Blair of in partnership with Purica on the Triskelion, the Purica podcast. We've got you for another two minutes, Melissa. I wanted to ask you another one of the questions that you get asked a lot. Should I do more cardio?
1: (laughs) Well, it depends on how much you're doing to start. If you're doing none, the answer is absolutely yes. A lot of times people ask that question because they think that's the magic key to lose weight. And sometimes what happens if you think of a hamster on a hamster wheel, hamsters are not skinny little beings. They're actually the, the, the body shape of a hamster is just it's cortisol and they've got that mid belly cortisol. So oftentimes if people are almost addicted to cardio, it can cause chronic inflammation. So I always say weight training is more important than cardio hands down.
0: Uh, you know, now all of a sudden, I hope, uh, you know, I'm not walking down the street and people call out, hey, hamster, hamster, (laughs) you know, because all I'll do is connect it to to the body type impression there. Hey, listen, really appreciate you sort of walking through some of these things. Really appreciate you uh, serving Purica and Purica's customers with this upcoming uh, fitness series. Uh, People will be thrilled with it. It looks super cool. All the great stuff that you've done. Uh, We'll get you back onto, onto the Triskillian again real soon. But Melissa, thanks so much for doing this. Thank you so much. That is Melissa Blair, RHN Fitness Coach of Fitlicious. Keep your eyes out for the Melissa Blair Purica Fitlicious Fitness Series, a self-directed series. You can bring a lot of great, efficient, effective exercises into your life. You can check it all out at Purica.com, P-U-R-I-C-A.com, or on Purica Wellness on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's been Melissa Blair here on The Triskillian. You've been listening to The Triskillian, the Purica podcast. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Purica Wellness and sign up for our e-newsletter at purica.com.